Hello guys, welcome to the podcast, and this is the podcast from the unknown. Unknown. I'm Logan. Jules. Okay. Well, we just jumped across well, the table over here. Well, we didn't go in order, okay. but I'm Allie. Adam. Amber. Sorry, I got nervous, guys. Uh, <laughs> Jules. Jeez. I right. fucking panicked. All right. Um, welcome. It's Corona Apocalypse. Yep. Day two. At this point, day two. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no toilet paper anywhere. <laughs> anywhere. I need some. So good luck. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, welcome, guys. Uh, we hope you enjoyed last week's episode. We've gotten some decent feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we'll have more episodes like that in the future that have absolutely zero structure to them. <laughs> and we just get off topic every two fucking seconds. Should probably either um, No. No. <laughs> yeah, um, no Adam. And, and with Krista, which it was so nice having her. I know, yeah. Um, yeah she was job, nervous, Krista. but she did a great job. And I mean, God, we're, we were all nervous. Like, now this is like I second, mean, I, second I nature, but. Literally yeah. still get The more nervous, you say just, nervous, yeah. I'm more nervous oh my now. God. You're going to be fine. <laughs> You're all right. right. Now that you mention it. I don't know. I How was like everybody's day? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. Don't <laughs> think about it. Don't think about how nervous you are. Don't what, think about it. Just move on. Just move on. How was your day? Tell me about your day. It was good. It was good. I worked all day around people. And face masks. Oh, okay. Great. And <laughs> we'll find out in two weeks. Okay, so. great. Yeah, we can't wait for that. <laughs> All right. Woo! Uh, everybody else, how was your day? What's going on? This fucking weather. Oh, yeah. yeah it's snowing Fire in right? Ohio right now. And no, March. it's March. Yeah. And it's, it's like I was wearing shorts and a t-shirt comfortably like two days ago. Yeah. Did you see how big the snowflakes were? Yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. They were like the size Monsters. of a snowball. Yeah. Yeah. They were really, really big. I walked outside and it hit me in the face. I just, I was just <laughs> yeah. sad. Mm-hmm. It shit hurt. I sat it, I'm sad it wasn't like sticking to the ground though. Yeah. 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 I want to make a snowman this year, but you know, that kind of got thrown out the window real yeah. well. Yeah. Let's just go throw sn- snowballs for Kobe. <laughs> um rest in peace so okay um we're gonna do we're gonna have a little more structure this episode um ali and adam are gonna go because they didn't get to go last week the a team um the a team so <laughs> minus amber yeah minus me she's um, still part of the team she's just not going <laughs> i'm just triple a it's not triple a it's double it's a double a yeah. Those are the best batteries, but Jesus. you have a oh preference gosh. on batteries. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so everybody had a good day though. Yeah. Yes. yeah. What yeah. did you do yeah. today, guys? We went to Target and it was um, fucking empty. Just shelves were empty. It looked like you guys like, were in a liquidation store. I was yeah. like, legit, it was, like it where was the fuck weird. are you? And like there, yeah, there was no toilet, what toilet paper. Was it? The, the new, new one. one. Oh. Um, there's like no toilet paper, no cleaning supplies, like barely any frozen nothing. food. They had like nothing. Um, it's crazy. People just, are just being crazy. They're just going crazy. Like, I don't understand the toilet paper thing. I really don't. Like, I get it if, like, they're afraid that grocery stores are going to close down. But, like, there's more important necessities in life than just toilet paper. Yeah. Like, people got to wipe their asses. That's I, I want to be able to wipe my butt. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I just won't eat and shit, so. I think, I think I get it for sure. But I think if I were to, like, panic buy anything, it would definitely be, like, canned goods canned or, goods. like, but stuff that's not perishable. Yeah. It yeah. sucks for the people that can't afford to panic buy. Oh, and you absolutely. need it for, like, to feed yeah. their kids. And these people are, like, stocking up on things that are taking away from other people that do need it and can't afford to like panic like everybody else well is. the good thing is, yeah. is there's people out there that are willing to help like you know the people that can't go out and get stuff like yeah. they'll deliver stuff for you yeah and yeah. i've seen people um making like kits for like people yeah. that can't um with like hand sanitizers and stuff like that which is really yeah. nice um it's situations like this that will either bring out the best or the worst in people yeah. um and it'll people will show their true colors 
definitely. Um, yeah, it was very scary the other night. I left the gym. I did like a super, super late workout and there's a Kroger right next door. And I went down there to get some, I, I was just picking up something small and, um, these people were like wearing masks and there were like no carts. And I walked in and there was just like, not, there was nothing. And like so many workers in there, like scrambling to stock the shelves and, it was just, it was, it's crazy to see it. Be know, kind to like, yeah. yeah the workers yeah. are doing like their best so with bad. the product that they have. And, you know, we don't know how long it's going to take before they get restocked. But, yeah. you know, it's not the workers' fault. Yeah. And be kind to them, everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I, I feel terrible for them. I mean, you could tell they had just one lady restocking the toilet paper and the whole thing was empty. And... Could you imagine being like solo covered in the news drops that like you can't be in like big buildings and then you just see like a herd of people just start <laughs> coming into your store like for... I'd panic. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like this is Black Friday all over again yeah. with toilet paper and tissues. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh. No, seriously, I feel bad for them, man. Like I really do, and like we appreciate. I mean, I've been there. I've I've worked in retail. Jules, you've worked in retail. It's tough. It's tough to like be treated like shit for something that's like not your fault, and you're really truly trying your best. So, <laughs> kudos to you guys. If there's any of you like retail grocery store workers out there, we appreciate you guys, and you're doing a good job. And the doctors and everybody. Oh yeah. my god, absolutely, yeah. Yes. The doctors, nurses. Scientists. Logan. Yeah, Logie. Keep up the hard work, buddy. Thanks. And steal a bunch of You're super, like, you're, <laughs> like, you really are important, very, very important people, and, We um, want you to know we appreciate you. Yeah, we appreciate you. We appreciate you. But on another note, because we're not going to talk about, about Corona the whole time. <laughs> oh god, no. It's just, it's what's scared. happening right now. It's everywhere, everywhere you look, like, it's just, it's everywhere. And I it's, I never expected it to get to this level. We're one of the first states, I think, to go under mass shutdown for schools, though. Like, Are we? Yeah. yeah, I think we're one of the first states that's been through, like, the true test, I guess, in the United States versus overseas. So it's just good to see that, like, at least they're putting things in place to make people safe. It just sucks that people aren't really listening. Mm, I mean, yeah. it was busy out today. Like, we went out just strictly because we had, like, a few errands we had to run that we couldn't do through the week. And it's just, it was crazy to see people out just casually, like, sipping their Starbucks and just shopping like it's any regular Saturday. And it's just like, you're supposed to not be doing that. Yeah. Like, you're supposed to be at home. But, um, like Joel said, we're not going to talk about Corona the whole time. It's just, is what's it's fucking everywhere time. right now. Um, so, who's going to go first? Um, Adam can. Okay. Okay. What? It, uh, so, what did you guys decide? We're doing okay. experiments, like social experiments. Gotcha. Okay. Um, social. Mine's more of I like. I thought we were just doing human experiments. Just experimentation, I think, was what. Okay, good. Because if it's social, then I didn't do the right oh, thing. Oh boy. <laughs> Mine's more about like a. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the listeners don't. Well, everyone knows. Like, if, if whenever you think of like experiments, whatever came popped in your head, listeners. That's what it is. Yeah, okay. it could be social or <laughs> well, I'm excited. Experiments. Uh, yeah. Well, and if they're both different, that's fine. Yeah. As long yeah, as they both, both go under. Yours is physical, right? What do you mean? Like, like on a like on a human physically hurting somebody or like yeah, testing. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Okay, so you're gonna go first. Yeah. All right, let's, let's get this. into let's it. Just I'm excited. Get it over the way. Rip it off like a bandaid. So my topic is about the Stanford prison experiment. You guys have all heard about it. Mm-hmm. Other than me, like telling you yeah. guys about yes. it. Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I haven't. No. Well, have you taken psychology? Yeah, yeah. You didn't You're have to learn, to learn it. about it. Yeah, in we learned, mean, we learned the basics of what it was. Yeah. yeah, I probably have, but go on. So it took place in 1973 in Stanford University. Obviously, uh, a psychologist named Philippe Zimbardo uh, 
wanted to see whether or not the brutality reported among guards in American prisons was due to the sadistic behavior of the guards, which is dispositional, uh, or the environment, which would be situational. Gotcha. So, so they so they just wanted to see if it was like if the, it's the situation that makes the guards abusive, or if it's the personality gotcha. of the person that makes them abusive. Okay. Um, so his prediction was that the situation made people act the way they do. Uh, so how it started was they basically put out flyers and ads trying to get people to be a part of it. Well, 75 were people responded back to the ads. And what they did was they did interviews and personality tests to eliminate candidates that had psychological problems, medical disabilities, or a history of crug and drug abuse, or crime and drug abuse, not crug abuse. That'd be, that'd be the best of both. <laughs> um, so after everything was all said and done, 24 men were selected um, to be the most physically and mentally stable uh, and the most mature and least involved in antisocial behavior. I thought... I thought there were some women in the group too. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. Unless what I could I read have sworn was completely like... wrong. Well, was no, there no. women in the movie? No. Oh, I don't. think There might so. be another one that's close. That or they might have done a study with women, like yeah. in prisons, which I would be curious to see how I those are. I remember all men, so yeah. that's what I remember too. Okay. Um, they paid them fifteen dollars a day to be a part of this. So I mean, at least they were getting rewarded for it. Um, it was supposed to be. A two-week experiment, but it lasted six days uh, because, obviously, the things that transpired. So everybody was randomly assigned a position, so whether you were a prisoner or a guard. uh, They had two reserves. One dropped out prior to the experiment starting, uh, which left 10 prisoners and 11 guards. So at the end of the day, there was 21 people. Um, All prisoners were treated the same. They were basically at their own house. They were arrested, booked fingerprinted, deloused, all that good jazz. Uh, and then basically the experiment started to kind of give you that like, okay, this is what it's like type of thing. Um, prisoners arrived and were kind of just basically given a cloth knapsack as a like outfit with a number on it, but they were not allowed to wear like underclothes. And then they had to wear one ankle with a chain on it pretty much to kind of simulate the whole prison experiments. Uh, and then guards all dressed the same too. They had whistles that billy clubs that were borrowed from the police station and they wore special sunglasses to eliminate contact with the prisoners via eye contact to kind of see whether or not they were, you know, giving them a nod, like, Hey, you want to do this versus, you know, just being like blank face, like take it as you see it type of thing. Um, I feel like, I feel like also when I was reading about it, that like it was about, um, you know, having the people, having the guards hide their emotions so, like, they wouldn't, the prisoners can, like, manipulate how Correct. they felt about the prisoners, the guards, how they felt about the prisoners. Right, almost kind of like you don't want to give away your, your yeah. hand in poker. Yeah, right. Um, each guard worked eight-hour shifts and were instructed to do whatever they thought was necessary to maintain law and order. Everything outside of physical violence was permitted. Okay. Uh, so obviously screaming, yelling. Like verbal abuse. Yeah, you could do verbal abuse, mental abuse, stuff like that. Um, and then Zimbardo was the acting prison warden, but he was also observing the behaviors of both the guards and the prisoners. So things kind of went a little bit awry, but at the beginning everybody kind of fell into their positions really easily. You know, the guards picked up on their position a lot faster than the prisoners did because, you know, your prisoners don't really know how to 
I guess, act when they first get there. Well, and especially because, like, they didn't do anything. They're just, like, regular people. Right. Like, so, and I mean. And these people didn't know each other. So yeah. nobody in this program knew one another. And they were only allowed to refer to each other as numbers. So I'll get back to that here. And oh my, what is going on? Are my mic is okay? about to fall off the table, and okay. I'm really trying to like not interrupt you and make it. It's, like, cool. it's, it's really far off. Um, it's because it's because this. It was my phone. Oh. It's because this thing is um this like rubber piece is coming off of Minus it. Go ahead. Two. I'm sorry. I don't. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. You're good. We can. Okay, we can. Mine is falling off too. Yeah, what the heck um, is happening? <laughs> the rubber piece. Oh my, yeah. The world is falling apart. Um, okay. I'm so sorry, Corona. Adam. I didn't. No, I really fine. was this trying so hard to not interrupt you. I saw and that. Out of the I feel of my so eye. bad. Like, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's more than two sentences. Um, I feel bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're okay. Uh, I will continue then. But I could like feel it getting. I was sitting here and I was like, "Why is my mic getting closer and closer and closer to my mouth?" It's like legit. Like it will not stay on the table all right I'm so uh technical difficulties i apologize Logan, do you have any like <laughs> you can keep so going far? i'm just gonna hold it since, you're kinda, since you kind of know what's going on i'm with just the, gonna hold it the whole thing mine's good uh, for now i well i don't remember the whole thing i just i took the class freshman year of college and it was like i guess the perfect my professor was like she wanted to she she basically kind of asked like what you were kind of asking like was it more in the environment or the people's personality right and, which i still feel like your environment breeds i don't know i feel like i'm all i'm always the middle guy like oh it kind of it, it kind of is like both um ways um like you know the environment yeah but like it's, it's how the people handle or how the environment like how people adjust to the environment that affects how they act or treat others. Right. I, feel I, like. I guess getting back to that point too would be, you know, you hand selected these people that have no problems, but prison, they don't hand select. Oh, you have yeah, problems. No. You go here. I yeah. mean, it's just, you have, that would be a flaw for that. sure. Yeah. So that would be like one yeah. flaw of this experiment. Yeah. Uh, but within hours, you know, everybody was kind of getting acquainted with their positions and the guards began harassing the prisoners uh at 2 30 a.m every morning they were woken up with blasts of whistles that were called counts it was the way of familiarizing the prisoners with their numbers and the whistle was also a way to kind of the guards to exercise control like if you hear this whistle you kind of pay attention so they used it as like a uh, a repeat thing thank you buddy um it says prisoners were also taunted and in insults with petty orders and were given pointless and boring tasks to accomplish, uh, most of which were generally dehumanized. Uh, they would make people do push-ups, and guards would step on your back and make you do push-ups, or wow. they would have another prisoner sit on your back while you tried to do push-ups. So basically the goal was to like bring these seemingly normal people into this and break them, basically. Right. But the guards picked up on it like that. You know, gotcha. they're already getting like to the, like... they picked out some just assholes on purpose to be guards. Yeah, like, how on do the you... the personality tests. How do you go, Well, they like said everybody basically was, like, the same thing. You know, they all passed the mental, pa like, capacity and, like, had no type of, like, bad history. And then they were just randomly assigned positions. So, were, are these, like... um So, the prisoners and the guards both are just random people. They're not legit. I mean, they're, they're all college students. Yeah, they're yeah. all college okay. students, but yeah. they all applied to be a part of it. But they didn't apply for a prisoner position. Yeah. It was... Yeah, so I'm wondering, like, if it was just a little bit of 
like quote unquote power oh yeah that the guard position would that oh, just God, went yeah. literally but straight to their heads they literally got that power so fast like yeah. within a few hours it yeah. like immediately went to their head yeah. where all the all the prisoners were guys too right yes so there was just okay that's just fucking weird like 48 hours in prisoners started to riot uh, they removed their stocking caps, ripped off their numbers, and barricaded them si- themselves inside the cells with their beds blocking the doors. Wow, uh, that so took like no time. It didn't no take time. very long. So yeah. they, you know, prisoners obviously feel like camaraderie. They want to, you know, be with each other to kind of show their power too. So that was kind of their way of retaliation. Uh, and the guards shot a fire extinguisher in there uh, and basically stripped everybody naked and took all their beds. Jesus. Uh, so yeah, that's always fun. Uh, the ringleader was also placed, or the ringleaders, the most people that were like participating in it, uh, were placed in solitary confinement. Uh, there was three cells. One of the cells was designated as a privilege cell, which if you were one of the people that wasn't like primarily a part of what they would call a riot, they basically got special treatment where they could sit in this room and eat food in front of the other prisoners that lost privileges to eat food. Uh, and they were also... Uh, they were given back their uniforms and allowed to wash their hair and brush their teeth. So I guess you weren't allowed to do that otherwise. And that was their way of breaking the solidarity of the inmates where it's like, well, he was doing it too. Why am I being punished? Right. For it? Yeah, so yeah. it was kind of that way of breaking their yeah. camaraderie really quickly. Um, and over the course of the next couple of days, the relationships between the guards and the prisoners changed. Uh, the guards were at one point completely in control and then it kind of flipped on them. Um, so a prisoner number eight, six, one, two, uh, less than 36 hours into the experiment began, began suffering from acute emotional disturbances and disorganized thinking and rage guards were telling him that he was weak and offered him informant status. And he returned to the prisoners said, and said, you can't leave. You can't quit. Uh, he began to act crazy. And at this point was released from the study. But they, that it's weird because like they stripped them basically of all human rights, and then this guy started going crazy because of it, and they were like, "You can leave." Like that's it's like they were why... basically saying like psychologists said that like he wasn't mentally stable to be there anymore, so they removed him from the project before things got worse. But what did they think was going to happen to these people? Well, yeah. I know, but like yeah. I guess that would be the point of like judging like okay hey you've hit your limit you got to get out of here now and let's see how far i guess we can break other people which just doesn't seem right because no. i feel like you i wouldn't... mean that's what happened like i guess, i think what happened is like slowly one by one each prisoner like each prisoner reached their limit and then they dropped out that's yeah what happened I, I think i think it was how far you can get pushed before you snapped yeah. So. Yeah, and it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their own like, yeah, you know, what I can Tolerance take before level. I decide yeah. to snap. Yeah. But like being called weak and stuff, you know, like. Well, and to strip you of your individuality too, and just treat you like a number, like lump you all in the same category that you're like quote unquote criminals, especially when you're not. Right. Like this was yeah. supposed to be kind of, and I'm assuming what he was thinking was this was supposed to be an experiment that turned like really bad way really too, quickly way like, too far this wasn't yeah. what i was getting paid 15 dollars for mm-hmm. you know which back then 15 dollars is and i guess it's good change in the 1970s yeah. yeah um there was another prisoner they brought a catholic priest in to talk to each individual prisoner to kind of evaluate their like well-being and prisoner 819 was talking and was um uh, he began to cry uh, the priest let him go and said, get some sleep in the bed adjacent to the prison yard. 
while this was going on, the guards lined up all the prisoners and had them chant, it's because you're a bad prisoner that my cell's a mess. Good job. Uh, and the psychologist basically let him leave. And he didn't want to because he was labeled a bad prisoner. So he was mentally broke down and was like, I don't want to let people down. Mm-hmm. But they're like, you got to go. Wow. So, I mean, people are dropping like flies at this point. Um, that was like the big two prisoner things that I saw. But yeah, when the priest came in, they didn't refer to them as names. They were they were talking to the priest as, you know, I'm 8612. Yeah. I'm and, 819. And the difference between that and like a regular prison is that you do still have your individuality. You yeah, know what I mean? This one was for them to make it so they lost that individuality yeah, by yeah. giving them a number. So like they didn't, the guards didn't talk to them via, you know, hey, Amber, hey, Jules. It was like you're a hey, number. one, hey, two. And yeah. then if you wanted to talk to Amber, you would have to call her one. You couldn't call her Amber. Uh, yeah, no, that's not okay. Yeah. No. So um, your identity is just completely gone. Yeah. Yeah. And the after the sixth day, it was terminated due to the emotional breakdowns of prisoners and aggressive or excessive aggression of the guards. So the guards obviously just you know got completely out of control. But the conclusion was that it revealed how people would readily conform to social roles that they're expected to play. The prisoner, the prison environment was an important factor in creating guards' brutal behavior. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seems kind of weird. Yeah, it's it's really crazy what a seemingly normal person will do once they're given a little bit of power. Yeah. And how quickly. I I mean, 48 hours. That's in. That's so quick. Not even 24 hours in. You're already pestering and harassing people yeah. like you they fit into that role so well it was kind of scary like yeah, how quickly that's, that's like oh I'm hey we're saying. gonna give you power yeah. and they were like okay well we're gonna fucking use it because you told me do whatever it takes to maintain law and order and i'm assuming i mean dick. yeah i mean these people are still humans exactly. it's an experiment but you don't have to go about it but i don't get they it. wanted to get the most realistic portrayal of a prison and when the families would come in and visit they basically made them clean their beds and then they would play music over the intercom and act like everything was fine when the parents came wow which that it's like so yeah because they do that in real prison where it's like oh we'll just play you know songs while you sit here well and, and that's like, why no. when uh, you go and visit somebody in prison or at least this is how it is on tv you're in like a little room you're in a room yeah. like you never go see them in their cell you never go see them no it's a separate room yeah and and it's because they don't want you to see the kind of conditions that right. these people are living in but and yeah, I mean, I kind of like glanced over my notes, but like the priest at one point after like talking to everybody, he said the only way that you would be able to leave is by basically contacting your lawyer. Like these guards weren't going to let you leave. Hmm. Wow. And I think it was just a you're here for two weeks. If you want to leave, they're not going to let you unless you have a mental yeah. breakdown or you contact your lawyer, which Jesus. is just kind of scary to me. Like, well, I yeah, because... sign up to be locked in here for two weeks. Yeah, it's like either you completely lose your mind or you have to pay a lot of money to get a lawyer in here to get you out. Yeah. And it's just like a lose-lose either way, you know? Like, okay, so what was that show? This is really reminding me... 60 Days In. 60 Days In, yeah, where they oh, yeah. take normal non-criminals and they put them in... They, yeah, they put them I in um, jail, yeah, a jail for 60 days under, like... They give them, like, a backstory of, like, why they got arrested. They basically like are there as informants for guards to figure out like or for like the wardens or whatever to figure out um like what's happening within the prison um like if kind of like like moles they're like moles yeah Yeah. they're there to like give feedback to be like this is what you could be doing better for your prison like and it's i mean it's 
I watched it a lot. I I think it's like interesting, but um they're yeah, it's they're basically like I remember one of the guys um so the cameras are in there or in the big sit, uh, prison areas, I guess, like right, where the all yard. the inmates are. No, where all the inmates like sleep and stuff. Right. Um they put the cameras in there and they tell the all of them, like, if you touch this camera, you're going in, into segregation. Like, don't touch it. It's here to, like, observe for a TV show or something like that. They tell them something. And um, one of the guys was, like, scared because the inmates were starting to catch on to him that he was lying about things because his story wasn't consistent. And they tell you at the beginning, like, memorize your story. Do not change what we've told you. This is how you are going to survive in here. And the guy started changing his story and, like, things were adding up. And he went up and he touched the camera because he thought that he was going to – like, he thought he was in danger. So he went up and he touched the camera. And they came in and they put him in um, segregation. And he, like, lo- like literally was, like, losing his mind. And they made him – but he was also, like, saying shit was, like, happening that wasn't happening. And he was just acting, like, really weird. So they – um he got released from the program, like, early because he was, like, fucking losing his shit, like – yeah it's scary so though. that's yeah that's what this is reminding me of but yeah. obviously i mean it's different yeah um, i mean like this is a controlled environment like, yeah i wouldn't sit here and say i mean i i probably have told you guys like i think you're as good as the environment that you're around but i think prison's a completely different story yeah i think as as far as that goes like in my opinion i think it it i it depends like i i don't think that if you come from like an abusive environment that you're going to be an abuser in the future, I think you can definitely, there are certain situations that you can overcome and be better than. And, um, like I don't, so I I guess it goes so far for me. Like, I think I'm like Logan where I can see both sides. Um, but I mean, this situation's obviously different than something like that. And it's scary what a little bit of power can do. Yeah. I mean, it's like if I were to tell Jules, Hey, you have complete power of, Whatever. You have control of I mean, all of us right now. Hell, and for all I know, you might, I don't know, freak you know out. What, you know what I it's would, like? I, think I, would, I don't know what I would do. I it's just... like that episode of Friends when um, Rachel lets Monica make all of her decisions or whatever. And it's like, you don't realize, like, um, if somebody, if you have that power over somebody, you yeah. know, like how quickly you would probably abuse it or use it to your advantage. I feel like I have such a hard time making decisions for myself. I would not be able to decide something for someone else. Yeah. Well, because then you, because especially for somebody else, you think, well, they're going to have to deal with all these potential consequences. Right. Like small stuff. Like, should I get Pepsi or Coke? Yeah. You could be like, eh, probably lean towards yeah. Pepsi because it's better than Coke. Uh, but <laughs> no. eh, I don't know about all that, <laughs> but yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it depends on the level of yeah. um, importance of the decision. But I just and, feel like if you're given a guideline, you know, you can do anything that you can do to stop people from like causing a riot. Yeah. You're going to do whatever you can. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's very interesting. And it really just goes to show like, I mean, like, I guess it kind of poses the question of like, what would you guys do if you had to make like an important decision, life decision for somebody? Like if somebody was like, do I take this job where red I could, pill, the red pill or blue pill? Yeah. You know what it's I mean? It just like, it just, would you let that power go to your head? Like, and, and you would, you would be quick to be like, no, I totally could handle it. But could, I mean, could you though? But, you I mean, know, even like, at, like my job, you know, you see a guest advisor who doesn't have any control over anything. Yeah. Get promoted to a manager. And it's like, power you trip. see how they change. It's like, Hey, you gotta yeah. do this now. It's like, but, 
like last week you were being cool. Like yeah. just because you have a manager and your title doesn't mean that you're any different than yeah. me. And yeah. I've, I've definitely had that where I've worked with people that have gotten promoted and I'm like, oh, they totally deserve it. And then they get promoted and they're just a dick. Yeah. And I'm oh like, God, whoa, exactly you fucking you changed, like, man. You just quit your fucking job. Flip-flop. <laughs> yeah. Like you let it, it and, and you so badly want to be like, like, I want to be like, no, I wouldn't let that happen to me. But yeah. I mean maybe who knows like yeah. you never know like you don't know until you're in that situation exactly yeah and especially a situation like that where you're like these people are stripped of their identities and you have like complete control over what happens yeah. to them basically but it's crazy how much the prisoners flipped it real quick and we're like well if you're going to tell us to do this yeah. we're just going to do this instead i mean look at prison yeah. prison riots happen and it's because of the fact that it's guards against and prisoners. there's more prisoners yeah. nine times yeah. out of ten than there are guards and um yeah that's I like that. That's interesting because it poses so many questions of like, what would you? Because then you can look at it and be like, what if you yeah. were the prisoner? Are you a breed of your own environment? Yeah. You know, are yeah. you as good as the people around you? Or so what was so what was his final conclusion? What did what did he end up end up saying in the end? Um, really, did everybody did everybody end up? I know you said people were dropping like flies. Did you happen to see how many more people left before the what six? You said six days is how literally it the. Because I got all of my information from simplypsychology.org, um, and it didn't really talk about what happened between you know day three through the sixth day. But I'm assuming gotcha. it got progressively worse. Yeah. But his finding was that it supported situational explanation of behavior rather than the dispositional one. So situational, yeah. hey, you've been giving this, now are you going to abuse it? And they did versus the environment that was created. Well, I mean, my thing was like thinking about it. And we were talking about it. Like, I feel like for the prisoners, it was the environment that affected how they turned out to be. Correct. But for the officers or the people in charge, the guards, I feel like it was more of their personality that, like, oh, yeah. they, they felt like they had this freedom to do whatever they wanted. Yeah, so, yeah I, I agree with agree. you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then the prisoners asked. had to adapt to the guards' environment to obey or disobey i'm curious about the mental test like what was yeah. asked that would cause yeah. somebody to be like okay you have a personality of someone that has anger issues versus someone that just shows like passive aggressive yeah i'm wondering what kind of um questions were asked yeah. and or I'm, I'm pretty you know, sure somewhere out given. there you can find the application that or i'm the sure quiz yeah. That they yeah. Gave, yeah but like that's it's interesting because i mean like ali said there had to have been somebody in there that was that bad seed that was like, Hey, we have power over these yeah. kids. Let's prove it to them. Yeah. And then the yeah. Maybe somebody got, like, hey, we're here. Yeah. I mean, it could have been one guard that was a dick that got in the I'm rest saying. of the guards heads and we're like, you guys, we can do whatever we that want was yeah. these people, you know? And yeah. then they're like, Oh There's shit, man, one. you're right. But yeah. Were the prisoners heckling and causing, you know? Yeah. Cause it, at one point it would say that like prisoners would tell guards stories about other prisoners saying like, well, you know, Eight six one two over here did this, and it yeah. would kind of cause that. Oh my God, that sounds like work, like with a manager and mm-hmm. your other yeah. employee. Like, like hey, don't this tell people shit, this, bro. This person yeah. did yeah. this. I hate yeah. when they would be like, "So let's." I'm like, "Don't." I'm friends with my coworkers. Don't make me fucking. It's like, uh, yeah, I no snitch ass little bitch. Your boss, <laughs> right. So. Um. So you okay? So you said there was a movie. Yes. Or did I make? Yeah, you yeah, said no. There's a movie. movie. Yeah. What is the movie called? The Stanford Prison Experiment. Yeah, oh, that's <laughs> they, they, they like class. just got right to it. Yeah, so is it like a documentary or is a, it like a it's legit? Made by IFC, which is like the independent independent film company. So yeah. it's like a you know Sundance Film Festival movie. Gotcha. It's on Netflix, I believe. 
Okay. Um, or you can watch it on YouTube, but Sounds I would, I, I want to watch it. I just haven't had the time to, but it's definitely okay. something that's been in my queue. All right, cool. Hey, you said you've seen it, right, Logan? No, I just, oh. we just talked about it in college. In school, gotcha. Class. I was going to say, I don't think, because when I took psychology, it was my sophomore year in high school, and I took sociology my 11th year, mm. or my 11th grade year, but I don't remember the movie being a thing until, I think, 2013, 2014. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's, it's like, not it's newer, than yeah. potentially. Yeah. Okay. But I cool. think it details... You know, we saw it the in selection my, process in my stuff. high school, but I'm younger than you. So yeah, you're sense. a Gen Zer, two thousands kid. All right, I'm leaving. Ninety eight, bro. Shutting my laptop and leaving. So, um, is there anything else you want to add before we move on to Ali's topic? No, okay. I'm sorry if there wasn't good enough job, detail, Adam. though. No, it was good. No, it was it, good. that's so interesting. And like I said, it poses a lot of questions of like, what would you do? That was like my main know? thing about yeah. doing this is I thought the conversation piece afterwards. Was it makes you think, more yeah opening than just like the facts of this experience yeah you know? yeah absolutely you that, bud. well and there's Thanks. always the movie too if there's something out there that is somebody's curious about they can always check out yeah, the movie I mean, the movie's obviously probably dramatized but yeah. i'm pretty sure they're, they yeah. stay true to the facts yeah all right good job thank good you good job adam thanks guys okay ali are you ready yes is your computer charged uh yeah <laughs> it was a few which they don't even know it please has, don't let it die it has five hours and 16 minutes left okay all right we'll that should be enough time we'll turn see into like 30 minutes here <laughs> in like 10 seconds <laughs> oh my god okay well i didn't do a social experiment like adam did but i did um just like human experimentation in general and I did the project called MK Ultra. I don't know if any of you guys ever heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of it. Nope. I don't know uh, um, details. It was um, a project that started in 1953, and it had been to research, observe, and ultimately find a way to gain military advantage over the Soviet Union. So that's what it was used for at the beginning. Um, but they like began to do really bad experiments on people, and... People were being dragged into the project as subjects without, often without their consent even. And like no one was supposed to know that this was going on. Like it had such secrecy and it was giving like a bunch of code names. But in all the end, in, in the end, all the records were destroyed by the director of the CIA. What does the MK stand for something? I'll get to that. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Here we go again. Jules. All right. That happened one time. But, like, in 1975, there was documents that survived, and um, they were later released under, freedom of the, under a Freedom of Information Act request. So, we now have access to, like, all the documents, but there's still, like, a lot of shit missing, so it doesn't really make sense. Um, but, basically, what started MK Ultra was this uh, operation called Operation Paperclip. I know that sounds weird. I don't know why it was called Operation Paperclip. It doesn't say... But um, the Joint Intelligence Objectives Agency in 1945 started this project to harness German intelligence and expand America's weapons program and gain advantage over the Soviet Union in the space race, which is what we touched on. Going back to the space race. Last time. So it involved like bringing German scientists to the U.S. to work on their, like to work on government projects. And at the time, President Truman was the president and he was like adamant that no Nazis or like people that believed in Nazi stuff should be employed from Germany to work on this project. But the intelligence officials running the project, they were really determined to like outpace the Soviets at any cost. They didn't really care. So they just like expunged their records of Nazi scientists and war criminals to make 
than candidates for this thing. So they were doing all this stuff. And um, that like set the set the stage for MK Ultra because they were working on a lot of stuff with like mind control. And um, so MK Ultra. MK is used to indicate that the project was sponsored by the technical services staff of the CIA and Ultra was a nod to the code name that had been used for classified documents during World War II. There you go. Thank you. Okay. Yes. So not Mortal Kombat. Or no, not Mortal maybe Kombat. Mind <laughs> control like, with it, a This K. has like a lot to do with like <laughs> with like getting ahead and like, you know, against being against Russia and everything. So this is like a lot of war history stuff. That's like a lot what a lot of experiments were. And I'm not really like a big history nerd. So I don't really care so it's yeah. hard for me to find a topic that was really interesting but like yeah my dad was like oh this is cool so i was like okay fine whatever and mk ultra is such a cool name it just sounds like it'd be in like a marvel movie oh, well, i almost did it last ultra. week because it was considered a conspiracy theory for a while yeah well yeah that would make sense because um so many of the documents are missing yeah and it's some of the stuff like redacted like even the stuff you see online like mm-hmm. do you even have access to like all of it some of it gotcha not a lot of it just yeah. like i know we were talking about the russian sleep experiment and that's yeah. like i didn't do that because it's debunked it's not true right would okay logan you were interested in the russian sleep experiment at some point right didn't you say you wanted to do it or i might no, that was me. i think it was you no i think that was, was that you me? oh my god i made it wasn't yeah. i don't think huh. it was logan i, mean, I thought it was for some reason jules is just like who? no i, I wanted I to do it for <laughs> my creepy pasta remember. yeah so okay so now that you brought it up just touch on it really quick so we know i don't know much about it you said it's a creepy pasta and that it's not even real right no it's but for some reason false. i thought it was real and i don't know why i don't even know much about Isn't it a lot of people go for it I thought it was just basically trying to see how much you could sleep deprive somebody. Yeah. And still okay. So yeah, that's what I was thinking it was. Yeah. Insane and like, yeah. I, mean, I don't really know every detail, like, but it's been like it's been in. debunked. Oh yeah, for sure. Wait, hold on, zombies. So like, what are you talking about? Basically. So call it. Oh. Call of Duty. We're gonna go back. Zombies. We're gonna go back a minute. So World War Two, the developers came out and said that they drew a lot of influence from that because basically your job was to cause as much pain um, and sleep to deprivation in order to see how much pain you could withstand and that's kind of like where the whole like they're dead but they are like zombies so they don't feel that makes pain. sense that, that kind of you know kind of ties into what i'm talking about a little okay bit. so hey, I, I'm yeah i didn't mean to like get us off <laughs> no, track I mean, though but um okay keep going with mk ultra this is very interesting um so like the original goal of MK, Project MK Ultra was to create a truth serum that could be used against soviet spies and prisoners of war to gain intelligence so there was that was like the whole purpose of it during the cold war and like what seemed more possible to these researchers when they were looking more into it was like a kind of mind control uh brought on placing by placing the subject in a heavy altered mental state so like drugs super drugs like mostly lsd um they were really, like, the CIA was very, like, anxious to get this started because there had been rumors that the Soviet Union, the Chinese, and North Koreans were all developing mind control techniques, which, you know, just actually turned out to be rumors. It wasn't actually true. And um, they actually drew up several schemes to drug Fidel Castro. They were so confident that this was, stuff was actually going to work because that was the time when all that was going on. Um, so... Like, what did they actually do? Um, 
they, for secrecy's sake, they were spread across multiple cities, college campuses, and hospitals. Most of the experience and experiments involved observing the effects of illegal drugs, such as LSD and opioids, on human subjects. Um, in one of the documents from 1955, um, it lists the assortment of drugs and substances that were given to the test subjects. They were mostly just used LSD, THC, um, and the government created super hallucinogen BZ, which I don't really know what that is. Oh. You know what that is, Logan? Nope. So basically their plan was to make this quote unquote mm-hmm. like truth serum to like, so they were what experimenting on the mind to see what all it could handle. Yeah. And then they were like, we can make this like elixir of yeah, drugs. Yeah. Use it on the enemy. Gotcha. So they tell them stuff. Okay. And this was during the cold war. Yeah. Which was okay. like the war that didn't really have a whole lot of conflict. It was more political and right stuff so like that makes that. sense so it makes more sense yeah. yeah okay okay um researchers would often administer two drugs with the opposite effects simultaneously and observe their subjects reactions um or give subjects already under the influence of alcohol a dose of the drug like lsd they also did hypnosis um often in an effort to create fears in subjects that could then be exploited to gain information that type of stuff um they also use sensory deprivation tanks to test the effects of drugs without the stimuli of the outside world, which those things already fucking scare me to begin with. I mean, yeah, I absolutely, say, yeah. Freak me I out. can't. Scary. People say like that's gonna be so cool. Like, no, what the mm, not fuck? at all. Actually, I mean, no. Who, who, have you guys been to Kosai? They yeah. have that room where it's like it it's sensory deprivation Bro, where you can't hear anything. Oh. But it's oh, no, like not super padded. It's like you could sit there yeah, yeah, yeah. and like talk and you can't. It's a hear fucking it. trip. It's fucking yeah, terrifying. That's what I get. But imagine being in like a dark room. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's fucking mm, no. no thanks, not for me. So like, well, and it's like mm. um, those shows where um, like they have you st- like they blindfold you and you stick your hand in like a uh, stranger like things tank or something. <laughs> no, but fear like, factor. <laughs> like fear like factor, factor. yeah. yeah. No. And like you stick your hand in there and it's like a teddy bear, but your mind's running crazy oh, and yeah. you're like, oh my god, what is that? It's a llama. Flipping balls, yeah. but it's a teddy bear Dude, fear and like factor. That's a throwback mm-hmm. for real. Joe Ooh. Rogan. Yeah. Oh yeah. What that's where fuck? he's that's where he came where oh, he yeah, started I about yeah. can you still watch that show anywhere? yeah Ludacris does it on mtv now shut okay, well, up can you still I watch swear. the old one yeah. i'm sure you can on youtube yeah fuck yeah so i'm gonna do that later. watch that when i was like but that i mean that really is like a sensory dub. i mean it is because they're cutting like, off of your yeah but those people ate shit no they did yeah, yeah they they it was definitely with legit shit probably yeah probably yeah yeah um so back to the <laughs> topic at hand. Sorry. Basically, the subjects of the MKUltra experiment were volunteers, students who were paid to take the drugs, or addicts who were bribed with the promise of more drugs if they participated, which is very fucking shitty. Um, and some of the subjects were unwitting. And like they try to take people from like vulnerable populations like prostitutes, prisoners, and mental patients, which is also very fucking shitty. Just because they would do it and no one else would. Kind of like the Expendables, in a sense, where it's like... I don't know what that is. Like, your life doesn't matter, so... Do Pretty much. Suicide thing. Squad. Yeah. They're yeah. like throwaways. Yeah, yeah. throwaways, yeah. basically. Um, in one experiment, an unwitting mental patient in Kentucky was given a dose of LSD every day for 174 consecutive days. That sounds like a trip. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's, Good one, but um, <laughs> I mean that would mess you up for life yeah. at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Like, severe like, brain damage. Uh, yeah, it's very severe. Yeah. Um, 
the unsuspecting the unsuspecting participants weren't all civilians though some of them were actually cia operatives themselves and the head and chemist of this program what the fuck ever it is she wanted the study the effects of lsd in like quote quote normal settings so he began to administer lsd to cia officials without warning Wow! Jesus. How were they? Di- how? Could you imagine? Enjoy your drugged. weedies. Yeah, yeah, like, filled with drugs. <laughs> See these I'm leprechauns? They're they real. It. It's like, oh fuck. <laughs> these like these ah, I can't fucking talk today. <laughs> Jesus! You can't talk. The ex- can't type. It's cool. Experiments. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who can't type? I can't. Amber. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Um, these these like experiments went on for like a long time. Um. Even after an ar- the army scientist, Dr. Frank Olson, began to suffer from drug-induced depression and jumped out of a 13th-story window wow. because of these experiments. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Both Jesus. the volunteers and the unaware were significant, like the side effects of them. And people reported depression, um, antigrade and retrograde amnesia, paralysis, withdrawal, confusion, disorientation, pain, insomnia, and schizophrenic-like mental states as a result of these experiments. Wow. And... The effects and repercussions were never treated or reported to authorities. Of course not. Like, of course, yeah. What could fucking happen? So, you know, after all this, nothing came out of it because it's fucking stupid, and they were just fucking with people for no reason. Like just like, drugging without a you know, there's yeah, or a reason to it. I when I was looking for my topic, there was just a lot of these fucking things where it was just like, what the fuck, like, mm-hmm. yeah. There, I could. There were so fucking many, and it was just like I don't even. This is like hurting my head. Like this just makes me so sad because people just like don't even know. Like we don't even know what they're doing to us now. Fluoride in the water, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't believe in that. Like, right? Actually, I kill forgot us. about. Well, that. when people you think did. people I think forgot. that they put stuff like in vaccines or the chemtrails that we talked about last week. Yeah, yeah. Chemtrails. Yeah. Spread the coronavirus. Oh, Alrighty, oh Mo- moving on. <laughs> Wait, what? Are you guys talking about Corona being a conspiracy? Oh no! So to let you all know, last week when I said Adam said that Corona was, oh would, if, he had, if he had been here, he would have said it was population control. He told me no, that he did, he would not have said Should that. I inform people. You can. Yeah, I mean, you, you can, want. man. Go ahead. I mean, it's off topic, but. Wait, what? I just think the coronavirus is more of political than anything else i mean talking about this kind of stuff just makes you think like what the fuck like i mm-hmm. mean just ran into my mic you should be able to like question everything i mean we even have, if it's dumb like yeah. The, yeah the thing that makes me think that it's political though is like we have democratic primaries going on in yeah. states right now we have an election that starts next week in ohio and then you know they said it would come back in the fall it's like mm, we're supposed to be voting for our next president in the fall like you're fear-mongering at this point on people to cause them to go out and fucking buy toilet paper like bro it's it's the fucking flu yeah you're not the only one that thinks that Thanks. yeah i mean i i'm i'm not it doesn't not make sense i mean if you <laughs> yeah. think if you think no, about I thought it you were agreeing with no. me i was like oh my god <laughs> no fools. we're just um we're i'm not gonna say how i like i don't i don't know you're not the only one but I see, I see where you're, I see where you're coming from. But uh, and I'm it's not, like, yeah. one, it's absolutely your opinion, and I'm not gonna sit here and be like, Adam, you're fucking. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. Um, you're not the only one that feels that yeah. way. I don't agree with it, but I don't. You're that's not my like, opinion. Nah, that's, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm not I can hate see. You for your I see opinion. where you're, where you're coming from. Yeah. It makes sense. I mean, it makes a really good campaign to be like. 
I have the cure. Yeah, yeah. or Boom. to be like, I think shitty. this is what we need to do to make health it, and, you know, it's like... Really it, a shame. I mean, like, at the end of the day, it's just a smearing contest. Who can make someone look the worst? Yeah. And it's who can bring the economy back up from this. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the economy ends up taking. I think so. we're taking Anyhow. too yeah. big of a yeah, turn no. into politics. But we'll get back to you. I just have like a, a couple who. things left to say, like the aftermath of it, basically. Yeah, I want to know what, what came of this. Um, so in early 1973, uh, CIA director Richard Helms ordered all MK Ultra files be destroyed. And so that's when like the um, experiments were halted. Um, he feared that all government agencies would be investigated and he wouldn't be he didn't want to be at risk for information on such a like controversial thing that he did um so in 1975 president gerald ford which obviously was the president at that time commissioned an investigation into cia activities hoping to eradicate conspiracies within the organization and um the investigation revealed that Helms had destroyed most of the evidence, but 20,000 documents had survived as a result of an administrative error. 20,000? Yep. Oh, my like God. A That's a lot. Just, And it goes to show if 20,000 slipped through the cracks, just how many there really were. Exactly. You know, 17 years, though, 18 years, there's going to be a lot of documents on it. Um, the investigations had only those documents and the testimonies of a bunch of participants. Like, a bunch of people gotcha. actually came forward. And in 1977, a Freedom of Information Act request made the 20,000 documents available to the public, like I said earlier, um, which sparked Senate hearings on the ethics of the project later on, obviously. Yeah. People are going to be like, what the fuck? Right. So the survivors actually filed lawsuits against the CIA and the federal government regarding informed consent laws. But unfortunately, not many received any sort of settlement. Wow. That's what I was going to ask if they got any kind of compensation or anything for the fucking shit they put them through. Nope. Wow. Um, there's uh, there's actually like this project inspired a lot of movies and books. Um, actually, the men who stared at ghosts, which is I don't know if that's a book or movie, but anyways, the Jason Bourne series is actually inspired. Yes. Really? Yep. Yeah. And Stranger Things. No, really. Because Stranger government things? experimentation makes sense. Yeah. It's actually inspired Which just by got this. delayed today, too. No, it did. What? Yeah, Stop they to, they it. They halted production for two weeks. Oh, Live reaction. Ouch. Bro. Sorry that to bust your bubble, guys. Yeah. Oh, it's my fine. God. So does it, I've never seen the Jason Bourne series. Is it actually sounding a lot like this? Yeah. So Jason Bourne was like a military-created like assassin. But um, actually, what, what caught me was there was a Jason Bourne movie that had... Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, yeah. Uh, Hawkeye. Yes. Um, and oh. that one was where they really talked about like, because all the, all the CIA agents were given pills, where they were they were trying to the pills were I guess from the movie the pills were trying to simulate what Jason Bourne was. They were trying to create more Jason oh. Bourne. Gotcha. Was that, was that okay. Ultimatum? I think or something. Yeah. It's like one no, of that was the last one. I think that might be it, but. They, the gen, the general gist of the the movie was that they were all these agents were taking these pills and then uh Jeremy the the guy who played Jeremy Renner yeah. um he went rogue he stopped taking the meds and his abilities were still the same and everything he so he figured out that the pills were not used as they were intended and in the movie like. 
you can see throughout the movie that um, the agents that was still taking the pills were eventually killed by taking an uh, execution pill that oh. killed all the agents and because the CIA wanted to get rid of their secrets of what they were doing. Oh, shit. That's kind of like the gist of the yeah. story. And he goes rogue and finds the So, makers. he's not in that one then, Jason. Wait, it was it, just Matt Damon, right? Matt, da- Matt I think, Damon. Matt Damon? I think Jeremy Renner took yeah. over the, the Gotcha. Movie. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I've never I, seen I any. Um, yeah. I knew they had to do with, like, I knew he was, like, an assassin. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That why sounds it would, very interesting. It would be inspired by this mm-hmm. thing. Thank and you, Logan. And Stranger, yeah, things makes, Stranger Things makes sense. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But that's basically it. Like, the government doesn't even deny that these took place. They just kind of like. I mean, I'm glad they're owning up to it. I mean, because most of it remains a mystery. I mean, like, yeah, two thousand documents really isn't shit. Yes, exactly. (laughs) So I mean, yeah, and it just tells you like just how if those slipped through the cracks, just how many there really were. You know, and like the the CIA is adamant that the experiment ceased in 1973, but who's to say? Who even knows? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Twilight Zone. Which, oh my gosh. <laughs> Jules it? and I started watching the Jordan Peele Twilight Zone. Is it good? Oh it's God. really good. We've, we've only seen the first two episodes. They're, out, they're hour-long episodes, right? What yes. is it on? Um, TBS All Access. Oh, okay. But we bought the actual mm. season. Season. Um, season one, I think, is the only one that's out right now. So good. Jordan Peele is so I've fucking good, man. Twilight Zone. <gasps> not even. Stop. Wait. No, I've never not seen Not the originals? It. Oh, my God. You gotta watch so them. Good. I don't even oh. know what it's about. Bro, someone said they got so, rid of Tower like, of Terror. Spooky. At Disney? Yeah, I was no. like, that's like my favorite ride. <laughs> that's too. like the best <laughs> the podcast. So basically, it's about um, the Twilight Zone is like this place between reality and... Ooh, the in-between? Yes, the in-between, where things that defy normal, everyday logic and all that kind of thing can happen. Um, and they're so fucking good. They're in black and white, and oh, that makes them cre- that makes no, them creepy. They're so, they're, good. Color, they're so good. Yeah, the, they made the some in the. Peel yeah. made his in black so and white too. no, his are in color, but uh, they made yes, there are some in color that came out in the eighties, yeah. and but those aren't the good we ones. Talk about those. Yeah, those are not the good ones. <laughs> no. You want to watch the ones that came out in the fifties, the OGs, so because they're really good. And the black and white the 50s. makes them creepy. <laughs> but did yeah. the beginning of each episode say something like? You're about to enter the realm between reality and fiction. Yes. You know, this is the Twilight Yeah, zone. he, like, in him, Rod Serling really, like, makes it. God, because And Jordan is... Peele is really, really good. That's what I was nervous about was that he wasn't going to have that same, like, flair. But, yeah, oh, my God. He's he, going to kill he's so Candyman. Great, man. I can't wait. Jordan Peele is really changing the horror game for real. <laughs> he is, like, coming in and just fucking shit up, and I love it. I know. Then there's a fucking Destiny's Child song on fucking Candyman trailer, and it works. <laughs> it fucking works because it's Jordan Peele. That's why. He made me download I Put Five on that. There so. you, oh, my God. Like, yes. What because is Candyman? Maybe I should ask you questions off the Go podcast. in the bathroom and <laughs> say Candyman five times in the mirror. Candyman is a movie from the 90s about he's an urban legend, and this college girl wants to research him and prove either that he's real or that he's not real that this urban legend just is like a myth or whatever and he's totally real and it gets shit gets fucking great it's really good it's from the 90s so they're doing a remake yeah well so people are saying it's there's three 
The original one is really the only one worth watching. <laughs> I think. Okay. I think is it okay? okay. Day of the I haven't Dead's seen it in a trash. long time. Yeah, I don't even think I've seen the third one. Ugh. I haven't seen the second one in a really long time, but the first one is so good. So people are saying that this one is going to be a direct sequel, kind of like Halloween 2018, how it's technically a direct yeah. sequel yeah. from the the 70s one, um, like the original. That's what they're saying. This new Candyman is going to be a direct sequel You've from the first one. Final Destination, right? No. You've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. You know Maybe. I don't know. Is, I've seen so, a right? lot of movies and I don't so know what their names are. The yeah. morgue, the guy that works in the morgue is Tony Todd. Tony Todd, That's yeah. who Candyman is. He's got that really kind of... And voice. he's in like more than you would realize. It's Once you Candyman. see him. That's just what they call... So I forget what the <laughs> candy thing is, but candy has to do with him and his okay. urban legend. It has to do with it. Because there's a part where she goes to like the slums i guess um and there's candy but really it's you just have to watch it i don't want to give too much away for people that haven't seen it because it's really really good and it's shit shit takes a turn though at some point so just be (laughs) ready we end our podcast yeah Yeah. Um, yeah sorry that's basic no that's That's basically basically it it. yeah i mean i feel like he i feel like the director at that time he wanted to quit because he knew since it, you since you said it was a race, he knew had he had failed in the race, and he just wanted to erase all yeah, exactly. recollection of it. Um, but I mean, you it makes you wonder like how maybe that was a reason how drugs got LSD and opioids got into the you know the world. I think they through surged people, in the seventies. Yeah, so yeah, through people yeah. just passing these drugs for fun just to have other people try it out and have different experiences. And like or. You know, Ali said, who's to say that they still don't do it? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's the thing. Question everything. Yeah. Never, that's never called, just accept. the unknown. Yeah. Unknown. <laughs> I didn't unknown. even know you guys were going to do that, but cool. But that's the thing. <laughs> that's the thing. Always question. Never uh-huh. just take things for face value. Always question it. That's why you should watch The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. No, but really, though, it's Some of those very gave me good. nightmares. See, some of them kids were nightmares. The one, uh, there was one where I watched when I was little. It was like the guy who was on the plane and this mom. That's Am- one on of the wings. Wings. That's my favorite. That scared the, like, especially when he, like, jump scared on the window. Like, <laughs> Didn't they do a movie? Yes. Like a feature film, too, but. John Lithgow's yeah. is that part that of one, the movie. That yeah. one got me so bad. Um, William Shatner. Did you know that's William Shatner? Which one? The guy the in mo- that one, the goofy monster, or the no, air- the guy, the oh. goofy monster. <laughs> the, the, no, the guy in that one. That's oh. William Shat. It doesn't even look like him. Yeah. I didn't even realize, and then somebody Before told me, and I was like, Star hold Trek on. Weight on. Yeah, no, he he was really cute back in the day. He looked he looked good, but then again, black and white. I oh, look good in yeah, black yeah, and white. Yeah, yeah. It, it really does. It's so old it though. No, it's worth no, it. It's it, is, it is worth it. It's good. I can tell you my favorite episodes in a little bit. This is coming from someone that thought Nightmare on Elm Street from the. Don't t- no! Oh, don't yeah. fucking talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, Adam. We can talk about, about we'll it. talk about it off air. Yeah, um, I'm unplugging now. <laughs> We've already had this um, discussion. It first episode was in 1959. Good job, Ali. That's that was really I was just good, looking man. at. Like oh, good. oh, I was talking about the. Okay, good I job though. I, no, I feel like we've really like gotten like we. No, it's okay. I mean, really, there wasn't much to say. It's just like you know, the government does fucked up stuff yeah. that we don't know about, and they try to cover it up and. Who knows what else there is out there? But I wonder Absolutely. how many of those pills were given were placebos and stuff like that too. Yeah, it didn't say that be, any were placebos. There had to be tests, uh, like. Um, hey, I gave you one pill. You, you take one pill. He got LSD. I got something different. Group. There had yeah, to be a yeah. control, yeah. Group. control group. I just yes. think it was fucked up that they were testing it on people like 
that were just doing it because they were promised more drugs. Yeah. Like addicts that were promised well, more drugs. Promised. I mean, like, those, those are the kind of people you like. You know, they're gonna come back. That's oh yeah, the problem. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. But like, it's just fucked up yeah. to week, begin man. with. Yeah, it's like why it's you gotta fucked, do that? For You're sure, the fucking yeah. CIA. You're gonna fucking what? Okay. Okay. Well, let's talk about this in in the terms of now. Like, you're gonna have people who, not I'm not saying like everybody, but you're gonna have people who have the coronavirus who are gonna willingly put themselves out there because they know that they could be saved. Like, you know, it's it's the same concept. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I can see what you're saying there. Yeah. There's gonna there's gonna be people who wanna volunteer to save lives or No, save I'm just themselves. thinking Corona's getting all this advertising right now. It's kinda Oh sad. yeah. Corona, sponsor us. <laughs> Please, it's <laughs> a really good beer too. With lime. Um, <laughs> only way. <laughs> no, um it's interesting to think I mean it just really does go back to like um, how disadvantaged the little person is Mm -hmm. and how the government and just society in general just takes advantage of them. Yeah. Um, And it's sad. It really is. You know, these people have an addiction and they used it. Yeah. They used it to their advantage to, to experiment on them. It's, it's fucked up. It really is. And then to, and then to be like, Oh shit. And try and destroy all of it. I mean, yeah. they got big balls to try to do it on their own agents. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, That's exactly. like, I'm surprised yeah. that they got that the ballsy. Thing is, is you didn't tell anybody, so how do you know that I wouldn't have a reaction to it they're probably just that desperate you know because they wanted to win this weight race with soviet and that's what i'm saying about the fucking with the moon landing exactly i'm sorry but yeah man like is that the space race happened yeah yes (laughs) steven spielberg filmed that Oh wait, Adam was oh here. Oh my god, you never even asked. So what do you? Th- <laughs> Adam was here last week. Well, we know his answer. Well, I'm glad that you guys remembered I wasn't here last week. Appreciate. <laughs> it. Oh my god, shut <laughs> up and just tell us. Do you think the moon landing was faked? And if so, why? And if so, not, tell us. Listening back to the podcast, people were making mentions that there's no stars and stuff like that. And Logan brought up a good point of you know like. Yeah, that was. A good what was point. it like? Your that. pictures wouldn't pick up like on that. Like if you were to take a picture of the moon. And no, stuff. I said that. But it kind of like played off of each other. Yeah. Go listen to it. I don't remember. The, <laughs> like Jewel said, that she blacks out. was a shit so show, man. I, don't even, I couldn't um, even tell you. <laughs> no, I was the one that said if you try to take a picture yeah. of the moon with your son. My biggest thing son, is. With your son. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. You're really good at this. Um, it's, it's been a long day. I, I need to sleep. Long, it's been long, a day, long, man. Long, long, long day. Yep. Um, my thing with me is, is how much time was spent to get these people to the moon in such a short period of time just to be the first people. Exactly. There's no way. Oh it took him what? what? It took him what? Five Krista's months. Krista's gonna listen to this and she's gonna be like, "God damn it!" I tried to tell <laughs> her we're all against. Krista's gonna like punch me in the Logan. throat. Well, it's Chris, it was Krista and I against everybody else. Yeah. No, like, I mean, I, I, you you, I mean, if you believe yeah. that it's real, then that's great. If you don't, I'm adopted too. So I don't know. I'm a flat earther, so it's oh, cool, dude. Lord. Okay, everybody's airing everything out right now. I have to get out of control. Let's end it. No, so. Apart, no, okay, Did so you hear me? yes, going back to the camera, I, said, I have a dick. Going back to the camera thing, <laughs> I don't though. have a dick. I have a, I'm oh, a woman. all right, all right, all right. Oh, we gotta end this podcast. No, we don't. Adam weirder. said he slangs puss earlier, no. so I don't want to so talk about it. When was this? All like time. five episodes. Yeah, ago. Yeah, five I episodes say this ago. in the group, not on live recording. No, no, you said it on the podcast. You totally yep. said yeah, it. You said and it. I said a hundred dollars and yeah. said I slang the puss. Yeah, yes. and then I was that. like, I'm literally not I'm teaching you guys any fucking thing ever now. again. Yeah, Lord. <laughs> yeah, Charmin. drop us a you know, like if you need toilet paper. Want to buy a roll? <laughs> yeah, Charmin. I'm gonna literally put it in my fucking trench coat and just be like, you need that roll. You want to buy a roll? No, but like, um. 
as going back to the camera thing though, yes, you would not be able to with your iPhone, but if you went out with a legit camera, you would totally be able to take pictures. My picture thing though is, is like, how can you not see stars? Yeah, no, I know. And like stars are still. <laughs> yeah. And I know this sounds and stupid, but they're still so kind advanced of planets. Yeah, yeah. space. Right. Right. Thing, I know that you guys stars. hated my notes for the hollow moon theory. What notes? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What notes? I will send that email. I swear it was longer than that. No, it no. was. It was like four sentences, maybe. Oh and it was God. straight. So and it was literally <laughs> straight week. from a video. Yeah. Was, as long as my pink pointer finger. <laughs> okay, no, that's really long. As long as my pinky <laughs> there you go. Um, Never mind. <laughs> wait. So tell us about the hollow moon, though. We want to. I, I want to believe the moon's real in general. You don't, what? Wait. What? Whoa. Like how does Whoa. it? Whoa. Shit took a turn. The tides. Literally floating in space. Yeah, and it controls the tides. It's cheese. Right, but like my theory being that there's a metal surface underneath the moon that it wasn't. It's not like a rock of some sort. Does that make sense? People yeah. So you think? Because, but look yeah. at look how many times Lizard the moon's people. been destroyed by <laughs> asteroids, and all the craters are like in somewhat uniform. They're all the same size and the same depth, but they all have that convex cave at the size? bottom. No. What What are you looking nope. at? Cheese? Like, I wouldn't say they're the same mm, size, but they're various geez. sizes, but they're all the same depth, where they all hit something and they convex in the middle of the impact. How do you know? Point. Have you been you to the moon? Yeah. Did there's you measure it? Pictures there's pictures of there's it. Rogue. Yeah, but I mean, there's, did you there's, measure them? The man yeah, in the moon guys. There, he's made after craters. Yeah, but they could look oh the same God. and not be the same. You no, know what? I can. I understand. So, this I, is a theory. So I respect a theory. your theory. Okay. I wasn't trying to say that theory. I believe this I re- theory. You just said the moon's. You don't. So the, I don't know. <laughs> and this is why. Oh lord. So the, is the theory is Shut is up. that they're it's not nasty. Okay. It's just a little wet. No, like I see where you're. So it's so the theory is that they're the moon is empty. I, so or they're fake saying or, that it's me- like you, a metal sphere, like a sphere, because. Like basalt is like what the rock is made out of, which is very highly and like it's durable, so it takes a lot of impact. So how can the moon reverberate if the moon is made out of rock that takes impact? Yeah, Does so that it would, at that point it would absorb so, so you rather think it's than like metal. Yeah, and a lot of people said like even like NASA said that the moon rang like a bell for yeah. over an yeah. hour. Yeah, I do remember you. It, they said that, that they yeah. dropped almost one ton of it was the equivalent of one ton worth of TNT dropping. And the moon reverberated for over an hour. So then they dropped another lunar module on Apollo 13, which was the equivalent of 13 tons. And it rang for almost three hours. Yeah. And the depth of the sound was over 20 miles. But see, and and that's the thing Mm. is that I don't, I'm not going to sit here and be like, no, that sounds fucking made up. Because I don't know. I've never been to Like they had like seismeters. Yeah. Or seismometers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seismographs. But like what they did was it, it recorded the magnitude of the earthquakes. And like moonquakes are real and like. They're more violent and they're more uncontrollable. But people say that like our earthquakes are from like tectonic plates like Mm -hmm. shifting. The moon doesn't have those. Right. Well, but that's the thing is that we we don't know enough to say whether that's true or not. That's the thing about space. (laughs) No, you can't lead with with the moon's not real and then expect me not to be like the fuck. Yeah, you said the moon is real. You really did. But then I was like, I had notes and you're like, no, but he brought it back. He like, he literally drove off a cliff, but then he brought it back. So we're fine. Yeah, we're good. He was like, it's not real. But now I'm on board. Now I'm like, you should have said it's not real. You should have said it's hot. But no, like people think that like, this is stupid. Um, but it, it's a housing for a superior, like, source of intelligence. Uh, that's the, that is the hollow the earth theory. theory. That's where the that lizard, lizard people, people live. Aliens. Yeah, it could be aliens, but yeah. 
I 100 believe really that. Bad, no, but some stop people saying think it sounds like, bad. Like, well, I can't say Nazi like, on here, but some people think no, that it's a talking, Nazi base. No, I was talking about the other thing. Like, who the fuck knows? Like, we people don't know. People think that about the Denver airport. Logan's that like, might be a little bit of a reach, but, um, <laughs> but no, this no, is I'm just stuff that's like Don't say stuff sounds stupid because that's people's opinions. Exactly, and the thing is, but the thing is though, is that even if it's not what we imagine aliens to be, anything not human is alien. So it could easily be. I just think that if like. Obviously, if moon rocks are real, they're made out of basalt. Cheese. Impactful or whatever. I just don't understand how. Cheese. Basalt. Basalt. B A A or B A S L. Whatever. I thought you said basalt this whole time. I was like, what the? I knew you guys were going to do that. I was like, it's basalts or something. Basalts. Anyway, how can it not be like pelted with meteors and not be destroyed at this point? That's what I was thinking. True. So that's where I'm thinking that there's got to be some type of surface. Energy. Well, and it do wouldn't think, ring. The do thing you think is, it has something to do with the tides still, though? I don't know. Okay. No. I just think, I mean, who knows? If it's a, if there's someone inside fucking controlling it with some levers, <laughs> then we don't know. Levers. <laughs> I love that word. Some levers. Levers. Yeah, so no, it could be a, controlling the tides with That's a cool whatever. theory. Who knows? It's yeah. cool. No, yeah. I like Thanks. that. Emma, it. it's Don't not shit on my day. I'm well, no, no, no. I mean, just lead. It, you, I it's mean, thought provoking. I'm truly down it to is. learn about any theory. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care too. how bad shit that like, shit is. I will listen you, to it all day. Yeah. Thank you, Matt Kreider, for the. That's why I was entertaining you. the flat you're, you're earth the theory mm-hmm. because I thought it was like I want cool to know more about it. Yeah, I want to know more. Logan, you can learn about stuff. Doesn't mean you have to not. Doesn't mean you have to believe in it. The thing is, is that learning you, about these things <laughs> helps helps you to to prove your theory more. You know what I mean? That way you can see oh, yeah. everything from all sides. That maybe, way, if they come at you and they're like, "Well, what about this?" And maybe you can our be like, maybe our next off random non topic idea should be just me theories. You know? Absolutely, yeah. we could do it again. There's so fucking well, many. The, the man. We're gonna do thing, flat Earth this time. The big thing, the biggest thing that I read about <laughs> <laughs> Logan saying no. The biggest thing I read about the flat Earth thing was that. Everyone who believes in it is called crazy. Yeah. Maybe they're just being called crazy because that's what the government wants us to yeah. think because it is real. I Not saying I believe in government it. No, just saying that was a Antarctica, point. So I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. brought that up. Yeah, she did. Yeah, I, I, the, I've said the that Antarctica last. thing. Yeah. So you can't go to Antarctica? I've never. The government doesn't that's what want you I've to never go to Antarctica. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's too cold. Like, there's. Some people think that Antarctica is like a secret base for kind of like an area. Well, I told you guys that people think flat earthers think it's an it was just an ice wall. Right. Antarctica is just an ice wall surrounding yes. everybody Which, on the flat earth. Yeah. I mean, that would be Because that's sense. what it says in the Bible. Oh, okay. Oh, I would well, that's, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm unplugging. Um, Area 51, though. <laughs> Area 51 would be a good conspiracy to talk about. Yeah. Um, I thought we were just going to do Aliens General. That's why I steered yes, away from that. Yeah. yeah. I would love to do um, a future episode on either alien abductions or sightings, yeah. like UFO sightings, um, stuff like that. Because, personal stories about it. Yeah. Do you have a personal story? If you've have been, you been probed? That's what I was going to say. If you've been probed. This guy. This guy. We know that maybe <laughs> someone here has. <laughs> no, no, Logan's gonna, like, I'm not going to name names. <laughs> um, so yeah, we'll definitely, since we've gotten, we've gotten like really good feedback about the conspiracy theory episode we'll have another one like that in the Mm -hmm. future and it it doesn't always have to be about conspiracies it can just be about do you believe in ghosts what kind of experience yeah well and nobody the listener wise they don't know our personal experiences with the paranormal or like any of this kind of stuff so it would be a lot of shit to tell yeah it would be really cool because that's kind of what helped us to even start this and to bond was i know yeah (laughs) that 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 started with a fight didn't it yes it did about 
about uh, I'm not gonna bring it. I'm not We're gonna not gonna talk about it. I don't remember. So are we we'll talking say that this off. fight? Or no, are we talking? Me no, not me and you. It was like Jules and Adam mostly. Like the first yeah. night that, that we was... were like just testing yes. things. Yeah. We're like, yo, this conversation's testing about to get like really testing. heated. It got real heated. Real but it wasn't something that like I was like we talking down to you. It's just like it's good to see that you have passion for what you do, and I have passion for what I believe. and I'm not gonna stop you from thinking. And we'll never talk about it again. I want the I want the audience to know that. You just heard that me and Amber don't conflict with anybody here. So I don't conflict with anybody. It's a triangle Excuse conflict. Me. No, 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 no. You conflict no. with me, sir. We don't even fight at all. I conflict with Adam. That's what I'm saying. I don't conflict like, with my cousin or Amber. I don't conflict. <laughs> yeah. We had one conflicting opinion. It was like yeah. four hours I promise long. to try and always see everybody's side. I almost broke my side. headphones because of this um, person. <laughs> but yet you still table. love me. Well, I don't know. Uh, Logan and I do try to keep the peace, though. That's that's I think I try to keep try to keep the peace. Same. Yeah, I'm very unproblematic. He was doing it earlier. Blake Blake starts problems. A bork bork. He's always disrupting at least one episode. He just wants to sit on my lap. That's the only reason why he does it. So he'll sit up here. He has been such a cocky jerk since he got a haircut. He got groomed, and it was his birthday, so he got cake and a bunch of toys. And he he's acting some type of fucking way. He got bougie as bougie as Blake. Um. Okay, so let us know, uh, guys, what you think about maybe having another feature conspiracy theory. It would be different. Not moon landing, not Avril being a clone. <laughs> <laughs> um, not, we're, it'll Don't be different, I promise. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Oh, Thank God you were there. Um, yeah. <laughs> Boy, I would have been it'll be di- it'll be different. <laughs> That's my girl. No lizard people or anything. No, I'm a huge wait, Avril. Who said? Wait, didn't someone say who's Avril Lavigne? Was it? It was, it Logan. was Logan. But he knows now. He listened yeah. to a song. Yeah. He knows she was yeah. a skater girl. She said, "See you later, later, girl." Oh yeah, Lord! Right. All know. right, it's time to Bye go. go. <laughs> but let us know what you think about um, a future episode like that again. If it's something you'd be interested in, if uh, there's another thing like a uh, paranormal you want us to talk about, um, that has absolutely no fucking structure and is off the rails. Because that was a fun episode to have. Um, appreciate Adam and Allie both for yes, good job. doing your research. Thank it was very you. good, Thanks, very guys. interesting. It was long this time. Yeah, yeah good job, nice. man. <laughs> MK Ultra, what a what a fucking name. That's such I a know, cool right? name. Man. I thought it was. Um, so I guess out of a shitty situation. That's the positive. That's a cool fucking name. <laughs> we hope we were able to kill most um, of your day, you know, yeah. being self-isolated. Yeah. If anybody's in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Social distancing. Or wait, do we right? Yeah. yeah. Stay in quarantine. And uh, quarantine and chill. Uh, put us on as background noise for. Instead of Netflix and chill. What you got going and chill. on there. Can so. I touch your bubble? Okay. <laughs> it's time to end. Let's turn this shit off now. Okay. Thank you guys. As always, um, rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on social medias at Unknown Podcast on Twitter and Podcast from the Unknown on Instagram. And let us know what you think. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you guys. <laughs>